Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode, episode 497 of Drunk Teacher Podcast. I'm here as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I'm as good as I'm going to be. But at the same point, man, a lot of freaking gaming news happened this week. I'm mm-hmm. highly excited to talk a lot about it because a couple of stealth announcements, a couple of things, Summer Games Fest happening and stuff, a lot of things to talk about there. But mostly... I feel like my week has been okay to some extent, some ups, some major downs for some core aspects. But at the same point, you know, it's like I am glad to just go forth and start recording during this time of the year, especially because it's that gamer Christmas, just like, you know, like mm-hmm. ship's kiss of all this other stuff, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, Gables. You know what time of year it is? Yeah, it's the most hype fucking time of the year. So I figured it's only appropriate that I wear the hype hat. <laughs> Let's fucking go, guys. Happy hype time, guys. What's hilarious? I don't know, I, I, What's hilarious? It's like you're like, wearing that hat, like right? And all of a sudden, it's like you can hardly see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's a, okay. It's, it's a flat brim hat. I, I, I found it online, and I'm wearing it. I don't like the blue undertone, though. I don't like that. It's weird looking. Sorry for audio listeners. I'm wearing a hat that says yeah, hype on it. Would it would look kind of a bit uh, better if it was the opposite to where it was like blue and then the black tone, like on the bottom. I, of I like it, the you know? black. I just wish it was like not the flat. I don't like the flatness <laughs> of it. And then if it was just all black, that would have been great. Yeah. Um, but anyways, sorry, audio listeners. Um, like I said, I'm wearing, I, I bought a new hat. It just says in big letters on it, hype. Because uh, I'm fucking hyped. Because it is goddamn gaming Christmas. Kind of, sort of. Um, anyways, um, if you're here and watching us, thank you guys so much. Uh, please, if you look down in the show notes, um, whether you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Facebook, I can't watch it on Facebook. You just, you, we have a Facebook page on there, though. Uh, and it'll be part of those with all the other links to all the other places we're at. Twitter, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, all that. If you want to uh, kind of keep see more stuff from us, uh, we're doing a lot more on the YouTube channel right now. Uh, especially this time, we're going to be doing a live react uh, tomorrow for the it's Saturday night as we're recording this. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be live reacting to the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Um, we won't be able to live stream it uh, just because I don't have the greatest computer in the world. Mm. It just can't handle all that. Yeah. So we're just going to we're going to record it and then I'll post it up immediately afterwards. And then later on that day, um, we're gonna, right afterwards we get over, we're going to upload that, upload the podcast, then record a podcast. Uh, of us going through our thoughts. Mm. So if you want to see our live reactions, it'll be on our YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Just go to youtube.com and, and search for drunk, drunk dash nerds, drunk nerds podcast pop up. Please like fall, subscribe comments, all that fun jazz really would appreciate it. We've, uh, we've had a nice little boost on the YouTube channel, uh, the last couple of weeks. So in these live reacts, uh, we've done a few live reacts, um, as of late and we've been doing some test ones too, going back, watching some old E3, uh, press conferences and have a good time with that. And, I think once this is all over, we're gonna. I think we'll keep doing them. It's because they're kind of fun to go back in time well, and, yeah. and watch some of these things. So maybe we just like every couple of weeks, uh, we sit down and we'll pick one out and watch them. Um, we, I don't want to do them every week because we're gonna run out real fast. But uh, if we keep it to every two three weeks, we put one out. Uh, it'll last us for a while because there's we got uh, several conferences. Uh, if we get real, we we'll get real desperate, we'll go back to watch the uh, 2011 E3 xbox showcase when we have to we have to meet uh skittles um <laughs> skittles oh my god uh, fucking connectables god damn that that's 
that's the last one we're going to watch because I really don't want to watch that one again. I watched that one live on Spike TV. <laughs> I did too, um, dude. <laughs> and I never want the, the only thing, the only time the crowd made noise is when they gave everybody a free Xbox One Elite or Xbox Elite. Um, <laughs> From having it during that cool. press conference. Remember how big of a deal that was when, like, it was like a that was the first time it was on Spike TV. Yes. And we were able to actually, because like, you never were able to watch them before. Like, YouTube was barely a thing. YouTube was barely a um, thing. No one, you could only watch you, it through, Twitch like, say, thing. like, G4 or something like that at the time. But at the same point, you yeah. know, you would not be able to watch a lot of those major things unless by it was somewhere broadcasting on one of two specific channels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was you had it. Yeah, those things were impossible to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you could see, you could maybe watch them like in clips the next day on like on GameSpot and IGN's website and like or game trailers, you know, tra- you know? game trailers. Yeah, but back then trying to watch videos on on the internet was a uh, was, was, was a bad time. Uh, but anyways, that's uh, neither here nor now. Right now it's 2022. Goddamn it, Gables E3 is kind of quasi dead, mm-hmm. um, but Summer Game Fest lives uh, kind of. Um, so let's, let's, um, let's just, just jump right into it, Gables. Let's, let's get into it before actually, I want to do something real fast. Gables, watch this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Hey, cracked open the beer there you Got go. it with one fucking hand. <laughs> People don't know. Gables has been like one up in me for like a month now because <laughs> he could open up a beer with one fucking hand. Well, guess what daddy's been doing? Why do I call myself daddy? <laughs> Now you just feel all dirty inside after that. I I do I do I feel bad about myself. Um, let's let's move on before I call myself worse things. Um, let's talk. I I typed the wrong thing. I clicked on the wrong link. Sorry, back burner thing. People don't worry about it. I got it. I'm an adult. We've been doing this for 497 episodes, and I still don't got it. Summer Game Fest. Mm. All right, Gables. Start off 11 o'clock Pacific time, mm. best coast, west coast. Mm. Uh, one o'clock my time. Uh, I don't know about you, Big Ables, but I had to watch it on my phone in my work truck. I had like a, like a three hour wait, uh, so I was oh, shit, very. Dude. I was like in this like in my little like truck where I'm a big guy. It's not small. Did you watch it. the? Like, it's not big, but I'm just like kind of like you, there's I, there's no room to like move, so I'm like hunched over the steering wheel watching it. It was not a good. It was not. It was not the most common situation. So oh, no, no, um, of course not. But uh, I I made it through. I powered through. Um, at least I got. I got paid for it, so whatever. Um, anyways, but actually, before we go through, we break shit down here. What was your thoughts on Summer Game Fest? All right, so this particular broadcast, to give a little bit of hindsight, I watched a little bit of it during like uh, one of my lunch breaks at work, and then after I got back home, I watched the full duration of the Summer's Games Fest presentation from start and all the way through to the end, and then like Forza right there. I honestly felt like the Summer's Game Fest was underwhelming to, to a lot of extent, mm-hmm. and that's because they had repetitions of a lot of the same type of games at the same point, like the space sci-fi sort of horror-style games. But I honestly kind of felt like that there were a few like highlights in regards to that initial like, Summer's Game Fest, and most of them had to do with like uh, games that were going to be releasing next week. And that was just from my personal opinion because the things i was most excited for is like seeing the release date for like a shredder's revenge and then for neon white spoiler alert both of them come out on the same day next week on june 16th yeah and they both they both <laughs> leaked like a day or two before yes. we could talk about more about that yes. that ties into a different rumor that we could talk about later yes but yeah. absolutely but uh, initially 
I'll be perfectly honest with you. I started watching a little bit of it. I saw a couple of like the gameplay stuff and a couple of announcements stuff. I wasn't really getting too into it, so I kind of skipped around here and there. I did like the whole aspect of Guile being unveiled for Street Fighter Six. Looks goofy as shit, but I absolutely love it. And I love the way how Street Fighter Six has been looking, despite the freaking roster being leaked and stuff. Seeing the reveals of characters and seeing how intricate they Capcom has went into the effect of putting into like uh, each and every character so far that they presented is fucking awesome. Especially when you go, especially when you go down and break it down to some other gameplay stuff that other people have had the chance to play the demo again, Summer's Game Fest. To where you could do like various taunts before going to battle or doing this or that, you know. But uh, I like that aspect. I kind of skipped around little bits here and there and stuff because a lot of, other than like say the Callisto like protocol and stuff like that, and uh, one very underwhelming one, which was the one by Bloober Team, which everybody thought or most people thought it was going to be Silent Hill, but it ended up becoming yep. Layers of Fear. I was yeah. sitting back, I'm like, what the fuck is layers of fear? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I, I I have the answer to that kinda. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, out of ten, what would you rate this thing? All right. So, throughout the whole entirety, it took about two hours or so of the summer games fest. There were some aspects that were okay. And there were some that were very repetitive and stuff. I would have given it like at least about a good solid like like about a six maybe yeah no that's fair yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you on that one it's definitely like um it's a thing i've been talking about really i i feel like since like 2014 or so when like the nintendo direct blew up um and really i think it was the, the nintendo direct 2014 during e3 uh, where I'm just like, this just needs to be the thing that we do. Yeah. And it slowly started becoming a thing more and more. And then COVID hit and it really became the thing. Uh, so, and like my, my cause I don't know how many times, like, we, you know, we've been covering, you know, E3, Summer Game Fest, we want to talk about like 2020 obviously didn't happen, but like this is our, we've been doing this for nine years. We started, our first episode was E3 2013. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, we've been talking about this. This will be our 10th year of doing this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the quasi-E3 Summer Game Fest thing. And the thing I always complain about is, like, like Ubisoft was the worst offender, but Microsoft especially. I mean, they've got better the last three or four tra- times now. But for years, these, they just drag on and on. They're like, here comes, you know, the executive. He's going to bring in. He's going to talk about He's going to talk for a minute. Mm-hmm. He's going to introduce somebody. Uh, that worked on this game. They're going to talk about the game. They're really going to show the game, and then they're going to come back to that person. They're going to talk some more. And I remember, like, I think it was like 2017 or 18. Um, the Ubisoft Ubisoft was the worst offender for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would they did this whole thing, and they had a couch on the stage. Yep. And they would just sit on the couch, and the host uh, um, would just talk to these people and have a conversation with them. It was like, this fucking sucks. And it'd just be two plus hours. You know, two hours minimum for all these things doing that. And if if everybody's been a lot better, like Sony got a lot better at it. Uh, I think Sony picked it up first, really. You look at like 2015. Yeah. Like it was still kind of a little bit of that, but it was like there was a lot. It was a lot faster pace. And then the final E3, I think they're at. I think it was. 
Oh no, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was literally, and Bethesda did it too. Bethesda picked on fast too, where they would like they had everybody in the theater, but it was literally just them watching a, a, a basically like a, a, a screen. Oh yeah, that was like, like there was no people. <laughs> yeah, no, well they they weren't at twenty nineteen, so it was like. Or maybe it was. It you was right. 2019. Was, remember, because that yeah, because that was only yeah. That was weird because that was like they went four games, but then they like they had them all in the Last of Us farm, and then they moved them. So it was like a 20 minute break. Yeah. And then they all went to the theater and watched the rest. But like six, so. like I think 15, 16, 17, 18 was really good. But like 17, 18 literally was just people in a theater watching on a screen, and that was great. But Thes did the same thing. And it was awesome. Anyways, long ramble about that. Um, I just love the way the pace of these things have gone. And, like, they've cut out all the fat and all, like, the conversation shit. And I understand, like, hey, I love the live aspect of it. It kind of feels more raw and, like, like anything can happen kind of shit. Like, I get that. Um, but, man, when you just if, – if you don't have the goods, it just makes – it just makes it that much worse. Yep. Like, like, like I said, like, PlayStation 2015 or E3 – uh, it was a longer was longer. There was they had a little bit of that, but man, that was the year of dreams where they had like Final Fantasy Seven, um, Last Guardian got brought back, uh, Shenmue Three. Like that was just all every dream came true. You know, thing. So like people excused it. Um, when you have the goods, people will excuse it. You know, like we've had some great Microsoft ones mm-hmm. where like people, you know, you, you get you pass it. But like, I don't, I'm not even like I love. Like I will take whatever. Like I just want to have that week, that weekend, whatever, of just big, huge news announcement, game, like all the it's, it's gamer Christmas, you know, or gaming Hanukkah, because I guess it's like a stretch out over days, um, where all the big shit just gets announced, condensed time, a bunch of journalists get to go, uh, and you get they get to go play a bunch of games, mm-hmm. they get to talk about the games, you get to hear about the games people get to play, right, and you get to see some gameplay and stuff like that. Like I love that, like, um, you know, as you know, with the E three kind of the wrote, uh corroding the, the road i don't know whatever like decaying the dying whatever you want to say um like like that was my big concern was like losing that like summer game fest being a thing jeff Keighley pick up trying to pick up that mantle uh i'm happy for it. i will take whatever i'll take this like i'd rather watch this thing than not have anything at all uh by far like i'm not trying to sit there and sound like uh you know like spoiled brat or um entitled but it's like um you know like when when they're when they're not great, we're gonna say it. When they're great, we're you know we'll rave about them. Like like I talk about, people still talk about 2015 PlayStation E3. Uh, pe- when when they're great, people talk about. 2019 wasn't even a great E3. Right. But I would like I remember that, like the the games were just not there, and we felt that. And then COVID it, and I feel like maybe this is the first time we're like we keep thinking that like we're gonna feel like that that gap that um like maybe ooh, like I I thought even talk about last year. I'm like man, maybe we're starting to really feel. Like we're gonna really feel that uh, COVID as far as hitting us, as far as like games coming out and regular. Like obviously we felt COVID in a lot of ways, but just in game in terms of games coming out, I felt like oh man, maybe this is where we're really gonna feel it. And you know, 2020 was a really good year. Despite that, 2021 was I still say a really good year, a, a pretty good year, not like the right. greatest year of all time, but a very solid year. And we kept going all like the second half of last year. All we talked about was like 2022 is gonna be the best year ever, and slowly but surely. Like, yeah, the first, like, four months was pretty awesome. Uh, but, and we was like, oh, we just got to get through, like, like May, and then June will pick up. And now we're looking at the rest of the release schedule. It's like, oh, well, shit. everything just kind of got delayed. Yeah. Or we, we, like, we're just waiting on dates now. It's like, the stuff hasn't got delayed yet, but, like, we don't, is it coming this year? Um, 
so yeah, I think it's like I like I love Jeff Keighley for doing this. Like I don't, people like to talk shit about him and take shots at him, but it's like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the guy personally, but he seems like a super nice guy. Uh, people seem to like him a lot, uh, and I love the fact that he loves games just as much, if probably, if, well, obviously more than us, because he's fucking doing this shit. Yeah, so, no shit. and like I just I never I always drives me nuts. People like like to take shots at him because um, I I you know I love game awards. I love this. Uh, so and if he's going to keep it going, that's great. Uh, but yeah, like I'm with you. It's like a six out of 10. Like this is not the worst, uh, one ever, but like there was still some solid stuff. Like you look at like, I always talk about this stuff. Like sometimes it's hard when you, when you get through these things that are so long, they're so boring sometimes where it's like, man, that sucked. But then you look on paper and it's like, it's actually not bad. It's pretty good. But it's like, yeah, like this could have been like a, an hour and it would have been like, we were, I think it would have been like a, like, not like it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been fantastic. It would have been a nine or anything or an eight maybe even, but like it would have been like, better actually, than was, what it we, would, you know? Yeah. Like we would have came out maybe like a seven, 7.5 yep. kind of shit. Like, yeah, not the greatest, but like, Hey, I was entertained. It went by real fast and it's over, you know? Um, anyways, long ramble. So let's get into it. Gables here. I, I don't want to sit there and talk about everything one by one, but if there's something you want to talk about Gables, just stop me. Okay. And we, we, you, you can talk about it. So I assume you want to talk about this one right off. We're going to go in order. I wrote them all down here. So street fighter six, uh, guile was playable. The entire roster leaked. Yep. Um, but it's, so far, a lot of people at the uh, Summer Game Fest, they had a lot of journalists there um, for the, the, the play day is what I think what they're calling it. Um, and people have been raving about this game. Mm, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything you want to add before we move on that one, Gables. I know this is more of your up your alley. Well, let's see. Other than that, though, you know, it's like I... It's like what I was saying before, you know, God looks good. His stage is more or less reminiscent of the classic Street Fighter 2 stage, it looks like. And I'm absolutely digging that. It looks fantastic. In terms of the hearsay and stuff that I've been hearing from other people, especially other, like, YouTubers, predominant ones like Maximilian Dude and stuff like that, it's like, they absolutely love yeah. this gameplay. The gameplay is solid. You could tell from the initial trailer that this game was revealed and stuff. They spent a lot of time working out the kinks, working on the the whole aspect of this whole parry mechanic, which I think was like a drive mechanic that they're calling it right now. Capcom is, but it looks like there's been some like simultaneous effort in between the graphical style and the gameplay of it. That gives it that visual pop. That looks like it's fantastic looking in regards to when you execute attacks or when you parry and stuff on top of God, just, it looks like, delivering like all these heavy like slow methodical type of hits in correlation with stuff it gives up more visual flair than say what street fighter 5 initially showed off with that trailer when that was first unveiled it was okay but at the same time it left a lot to be desired especially when street fighter 5 launched to is abysmal launch to where it had hardly any content that's the one of the biggest complaints that uh gamers had back when that game launched and it took four years in order for that thing to actually get close to the, the potential it could have had but those first couple of years and stuff of waiting for that content and stuff that whole free dlc shit that ended up not becoming free and this and that capcom wanted to try to go forth and avoid anything like that at all costs and i think they did a fantastic job not only with the revealing of street fighter 6 but the supposed like unshallow oh wait leaks went on for the full character list it's not yeah right it's not only yeah, got leaks that they did it's not only gotten people more excited about street fighter 6 but at the same point people are just thinking okay 
all these different characters have just been confirmed to this game, like either through the screenshots, the trailer, because there are new characters inside that debut trailer that people have gone into depth with that you can find out. Like people already knew that Cammy and Guile were inside the game once they were deciphering close-ups of certain aspects of that last screenshot before the end of that first game trailer on top of a couple new characters and this and that. But, uh, dude, 2023 is going to be excellent for this game when it finally does set a release date, because this is definitely one of my most hyped games coming into next year. Yeah, no, it, looks, it looks great. Like, watch, I was watching people play it, uh, some YouTube videos, people were playing it, and it looks, uh, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, moving on here, we got uh, Aliens Dark Descent. We got a CG trailer for that one. Like a, like a two minute long trailer. It's coming twenty twenty three, and then come to find out, it's a twin six shooter. So uh, yeah, um, very weird, especially when they just put out Fire Team, which is the yeah uh, four person Left for Dead style game. Uh, that's on Game Pass. I heard it's fine. But Man, like, too yeah, bad he couldn't be more like an Alien Isolation, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's Alien Isolation two, and then like it was just very weird the way like we, it was like a two minute CG trailer, and then literally like five seconds of gameplay. So, uh, at first I'm like, is that an RTS or is it a twin six shooter? And then I watched it again. I'm like, oh, twin six shooter. Okay. Um, next up here, we got Callisto Protocol. Uh, we got a, 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 like an extended cut of the trailer we got from the state of play. And that's another thing, really. If you take out some of the stuff that was shown off at that state of play, like a Street Fighter Six and Callisto Protocol were not shown at the state of play, would it get you the completely sort of like different on yeah. the field? It would just been the, the yeah. Resident Evil Four thing at the beginning, and then like a little slow sailing all the way until like the whole Final Fantasy 16 thing at the end. It would have been drastically different. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, if they would have, like, it stayed a play kind of ate it, like took some of its bigger stuff here, but yeah, look, we got some, uh, we got like a full thing of gameplay here. Uh, very much. They are not trying to hide the fact that this is uh, a dead space. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're 2022 version of, game, of dead space, which it's totally fine. I think they same know makers. Like, yeah, same makers, but it's like sometimes they always try to like change it up a little bit. Yeah. It's like, no, don't. It's fine. I will buy this. 70 bucks. Gables, I already pre-ordered this fucking thing. I went to GameStop yesterday. I went to GameStop yesterday. I picked the quarry. I have not I have not played it yet. It's a, it's a scary I game. I'm going to play it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I picked it up. Uh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. This, I got the next week off, so I'm going to be playing the shit out of that. But I got to like, I gotta figure out how the fuck stay up late because I'm too old to do that anymore. <laughs> but anyways, I, I'm so excited, Gables. I got a gift card, $50 gift card uh-huh. from my sister for my birthday last yeah. month, and I haven't spent it yet. Right. Went up there, picked that game up, 50 bucks down, boom. Hey, you want know pay the other 20 off right now. Bam, done. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> if God of War doesn't come out this year, this is probably my game of the year. Damn. If God of War comes out, it's got close to protocol, probably my second favorite game of the year. That's the way I'm looking at that. That's how hyped I am for that game right now, is I'm expecting this to be top contender for game of the year, um, which that you can't get any more hype than that. Fucking hype, Gables. Well, real talk. Anyways, though, moving on. Listo protocol looks fucking good. This thing looks yeah. fucking oh, good. Yeah. I fucking you get to kick goddamn guys in the fan. The guy get you get sucked into a goddamn fucking carburetor. So I don't know what the fuck you get sucked into, but it looks amazing, and I want it so fucking bad. We're gonna call this like the dark depressing hour because we went from Alien Dark Descent to Callisto Protocol to uh, eight minutes of gameplay of Modern Warfare Two. Uh, you're on a boat. Uh, you're on a boat. Uh, I don't. I didn't mean to do that, but it just I, I can't. God damn it, Lonely Island. Uh, anyways, um, it just looks like a prettier version of every. Call of Duty campaign announcement we've ever seen before. Pretty much, uh, looks just looks like looks really pretty. It's it's not uh, bad, but at the same point, it's like more of the same. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say this: it, this is a huge get 
for Summer Game Fest. Yeah. You got yeah. the biggest game of the year. This will be, without a doubt, the, the biggest game of the year. Absolutely. In, my, in our bubble, it will not be. In our Twitter in our Twitter spaces, Probably will not, will not the little Twitter spaces, but our Twitter followers, whatever, not the biggest game of the year. But this will be the highest ceiling. When we do MPDs uh, in January, and we, we see what the 22 best 2022 best selling game of the year will be, it will be Mortal for yep. two. So this is a huge gift for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these games still sell. So uh, Vanguard is still the best selling game of the year. Yes. And nobody seems to like that game. Uh, it's just one of the 10 best, one of the five best selling games every month. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to, why, why do soldiers carry uh, beer bottles with, with rags and a lighter from all self cocktails? I don't understand that. <laughs> we, we can't get, can we not afford grenades? We spend like a trillion dollars a year oh, on our military and we can't afford fucking grenades. What's going on? Uh, Anyways, uh, Flashback 2 got announced. Uh, it's a sequel to a popular PC game from the 90s. Damn. Oh. Damn, you know what? It's like when I heard that one announced and stuff, I was thinking back to myself. It's like, Flashback? It's that obscure game from the 1990s. Yeah. I it, I guess I don't know anything about Flashback, but people are saying it looks not, doesn't look... As, doesn't look a lot like the original flashback, so people were kind of yeah. I not see exactly that kind of figured with that, you know, because when you get so long away from like uh, the game's actual, the first one when that first came out and stuff, it was on PC. I think it was on consoles as well at the time, but uh, yeah, you know what? It's going to be kind of a difficult thing to try to adapt something like that, considering I'm trying to think of what flashback was initially. It was like a uh, point and click or something like that. I'm it looked like a side scroller thing. Side scroll. I don't okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I've only heard of it. I've never seen really any type of gameplay for Flashback. That's the only thing I can really say about it. But okay, I, yeah. there's a fly in in my apartment right now. It's driving me fucking nuts. Anyways, uh, Witchfire, which I, I I think about the I I'm so glad this finally got re revealed because I remember this trailer from Game Awards from years ago yeah. and like every, like twice a year. I try to look it up and I can never figure out what the fuck the game is called. Because I'm like, that game, when they initially showed off, like, that game looked great. People don't remember. They looked like they were like, the trailer was like, it looked like a, the, when it got revealed in 2017. It was like from the from the uh, people that made uh, Remains of Edith Finch. And it just looked like a walking simulator. And then it was like, and also made, I can't remember the first person shooter was, but it's like Doom. And then all of a sudden the guy pulls out a fucking shotgun. And I'm like, oh my god! And then like they turn it, so it's like a, <laughs> it looks like if Doom was made in the in the 17th century, where also like, like I don't know what oh, you're yeah, fighting, yeah. but like it was like you're shooting, but like it would like hit the enemies and like 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 crosses would come out. Uh, so I don't know if like that vampires or demons or what, but um, it looked like 17th century Doom. Uh, I think there's a early access thing coming out. Uh, I'm not mm. I'm not interested in that. I just want to play the game when it comes out because that game looks pretty cool. Anything I want to give us? No, no, no. Carry on. Okay. All right. Fort Solus. Uh, continuing on with the Dead Space like things. Remember, Gables? We went like ten years without like. Well, there was a not maybe not ten years, but it was a really long stretch where we just didn't have good, uh, horror games. Yeah, like action horror games. Absolutely, and that was back and then, in that twenty twelve period. Yes. Yeah, from like Dead Space two to like Evil Within one. Yes, and really, really for a lot for most people, Resident Evil two remake. So there was really an actual de- decade there for a lot of people. For me, like I talk about, Evil Within, Evil Within Two kind of held, you know, kind of kept me going there for a little while. Uh, now, Gables, everything's Dead Space now. Uh, so uh, we got Fort Solus. There was no gameplay in this one, and I was like, is this like a, um, 
like a like kind of like an outlast style game where like you're just like you're on a space station something's happening like fort solace i'm assuming you're on mars because if i remember correctly and their name for mars is souls um i could be wrong on that one because i know a, a mars day is called the souls um so that's that's my that's why i'm thinking that but anyways uh troy baker and roger cray randy cray the, the voice actor arthur morgan i can't remember his name okay. now um the most generic white guy name ever um anyways uh they came out and they talked about it troy baker said it's basically like dead space so i'm like okay so maybe it's i'm assuming now it's an action horror game um i i'm intrigued i am a fan of space and horror and action horror games uh so i'm intrigued by that i just want to see what the game is yeah yeah but i mean you got you got some big names attached to this one uh so you know it tells me uh that you know it could be good uh routine which was a guessing game that was announced 2012 um uh, also a dead space like game um but like with evil robots um apparently mick gordon who did the soundtrack for doom and doom eternal which are amazing for like a solid three years uh the doom the, the soundtrack was literally my alarm clock <laughs> so i wake <laughs> up to that every day uh let me tell you gables it, it, you wake up in a mood when that happens Sometimes good, sometimes you you want to go out and run real fast and kill things. Um, but anyways, he is doing the soundtrack for this game, but there was no fucking music played during this fucking goddamn trailer. That is so freaking bizarre <laughs> when that happened and stuff. You tout that you get a composer that helped create Doom, and then you don't hear anything from the composer, and it's just yeah. dead silent while you're going doing some boring-ass shit. I'm like, come on! Yeah. It's like, hey, we got the guy that made the music from Star Wars to make this game, and it's just a silent mu- uh, movie. It's like, what? <laughs> Anyways, the game the game looks really creepy. The robots look real creepy, uh, but it was no, it was all CG. So, I mean, I'm intrigued because of it's once again, it is a uh, looks seems to be an action horror game. And if you got Mick Gordon doing the goddamn music, I'm assuming you go real fast. So uh, I'm intrigued by that. Uh, so I just I just want to see it. Uh, then The Rock came out. Uh... <laughs> and because, you know, you can't add any more star power as it is, then it's like, hey, let's go forth and let's see if we can get The Rock here very last minute. It's like you just see him holding up his phone or something at the gym, just advertising a thing of blurb for Blackout. Him. <laughs> Enjoy your gaming. <laughs> exactly. Uh... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just The Rock nude in his fucking gym uh, talked to us about. He somehow figured out how to pimp everything except for his tequila. Uh, and then you like he tagged when he announced it. He hashtag Fortnite in it. And I mentioned that last week for predictions. Yeah, it's like when he did when he tweeted about I'll be at the Summer Game Fest. Hashtag some Fortnite. Hashtag Black Adam. Hashtag tequila. Hashtag Zoa. Hashtag hashtag. Um, and then Fortnite wasn't even a thing at all. Wasn't even talked about. <laughs> Uh, so maybe just did it there was else. a trailer. There was there was a trailer for Black Adam, so that was already went up on Monday or Tuesday. So whatever. Uh, Frost Giants new game, which these are, these are the devs that were really important to uh, Starcraft. Uh, their new game, uh, Stormgate. Um, so it's a, apparently it's a new RTS game. Uh, it was entirely a CG trailer. Uh, I got none of that from this CG trailer. It. I don't know what the fucking trailer was. It, I got nothing out of that trailer. I got um, so bored that I actually skipped ahead in that trailer because I just wanted okay. to get towards the next thing because it looked gotcha. fairly boring. Yeah, I, I would just, I mean, I, 
I hate when they announce new IPs mm. and you give us no idea what your game is. I understand like Blizzard was always great at CG trailers and they still are. Uh, but when you do it with like brands we know, it means a little bit more. When you're like yeah. you're a brand new studio, you're a brand new game by a brand new studio. It's like, I don't know what the fuck this thing is. So I, 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 that's my pet peeve with CG trailers. Oh, especially if it's like, like 90% I, CG trailer and maybe like about two seconds or so worth of gameplay. There was even, give me two seconds of like, the, like at least the Alien Dark Descent thing gave me three seconds of, like, oh, it's a twin stick shooter. Uh, at least I know that. Um, but anyways, um, High Water World's coming out. Uh, I think they, I think they said this year. Um, it's an indie game where you're like, you're on a raft. Uh, it's about climate change. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm a sucker for these type of games typically. Um, so it uh, looks like a more narrative based game with a pretty cool soundtrack, which um, getting pretty good. Gables. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on here. Replace. Um, he mentioned uh, Jeff Keighley mentioned, which is a game that I'm super duper hyped for. That was, it's, it's coming to game pass and everything. So it's coming out this year. Was that, is that the Xbox showcase last year? Um, but they announced a little bit ago that uh, just a few weeks ago is getting delayed to next year. They are a uh, studio based out of Ukraine. Right. So they're supposed to have a trailer here, but because of everything going on there, it, uh, they couldn't have one. Uh, but I thought that was really cool of Jeff Keighley to like, Hey, don't forget about this game. Uh, and then let us like, Hey, just say, this is cool. It was like a little 20 second thing, but I thought that was, I thought that was really nice. Um, American Arcadia. I liked this game. Uh, it is like a Truman's Truman show like game, um, where like, I guess, so I was reading about like more of like kind of what the game, like the description of the game. So it sounds kind of like more like, so it's like a bunch of people live in like this, like bubble, like they're in this bubble and it's like, um, it's reality TV. Like it's just 24 seven, almost like, like the movie Ed TV kind of, Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if they're aware of the fact they're in like a Truman show type thing or not, but apparently I guess if like. People are that don't find you interesting enough, like in the real world, like they, I don't know if they kill you or what, but like basically, like they popularity. Get rid of you. Yeah, so like if you're not popular enough, they'll get rid of you. So you play this guy, um, I guess he's just a very boring, and something's gonna happen to him. But somebody on the inside uh, is helping him out. So I guess like you jump between um, both characters, yeah, and you'll like you have to help him. Like she's monitoring on like the cameras and helping him. And it's like at one point, like it shows him running and like jumping into like uh, into a pool off of like a building. Uh, I thought this game it's supposed to come. It said coming soon. Hmm. Uh, coming soon with the indie game could mean tomorrow. Could be mean 2025. So, uh, but this is a game I'm definitely. It is on my watch list. Yeah. Uh, not my wish list because I don't use Steam, but it's on my watch list because I am super pumped for that game. Um, Cables. Then we had maybe the funniest part of the show. Uh, where we had uh, the return of a franchise that's uh, been kind of long dormant. What's going on with this game? <laughs> Dead Island 2. Oh, wait, no, it's Ghost Simulator 3. Uh, I bought this. As soon as I saw the background, I'm like, I know that background. I remember that background. Where's that from? And then it started. I'm like, oh, my. It's, I remember I remember the trailer of the guy running, and then like people are uh, zombies are attacking the people as he's running. Um Man, I bought I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not excited for this game, but I'm like, this is pretty cool that it's coming back, I guess. Because uh, I think this is the same studio that made Dying Light 2, I believe, makes this game, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, 
Gables, turns out it is Goat Simulator 3. Uh, it looks like it's going to be four-player co-op. Gables, I had to look it up. There is no Goat Simulator 2. So they got me twice. <laughs> got me fucking twice. Uh, I know, Gables, you love this game. You platinum the first one. Yes, I did. Uh, we got a good laugh at one time when I said, hey, let's talk about Goatsy, and I didn't realize what I said. Um, so I think we have a podcast title after it, so go back on our archives and look that up. Um, oh, that makes me happy just looking back to that. That was so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, no gameplay. CD trailer. This is a good, this is the funny, this is a CD trailer. This is a good one. I like that one. It was very funny. Uh, this, both jokes will only ever work once, but uh, they fucking hit, they fucking nailed them. Oh my God. That unveil. And I immediately thought to myself, like, yeah, this is a Dead Island trailer. And all of a sudden it's like, it just goes, into almost the same routine. It's like, oh, they're not showcasing the same trailer again, are they? And all of a sudden, you just see this looks to the back of them, and you see it's like fucking four goats just following. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. and all of a sudden, Goat Simulator 3, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I, 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 had re- I kept rewinding. I, I went back and watched it later on. Uh, and I, I got one to go home. I watched it, and I just kind of skimmed through the, some of the stuff I wanted to kind of see again. And... I had to rewind the part where the goat kicks the guy through the fucking glass window <laughs> about 20 fucking times because it, it killed me every single time. Uh, this was the most amazing trailer that I saw throughout that whole entire thing because it, it was fucking funny. It was unexpected, and it actually made you think, like, for a second. Like, that was a great fake out, honestly, with yeah. that. But yeah, uh, I think that's so. kind of ironic that it just went with the title Goat Simulator 3, confusing people even more because there was not yeah. Goat Simulator 2. <laughs> Yeah, it was very good. Um, moving on though, we got Midnight Suns, which is the Marvel uh, XCOM like game with cards. Um, very weird. They like they had, we got a gameplay reveal for this last year, and it's just come out at the beginning of the year, and they delayed it because like everybody they did, like they have a card system thing, and no like everybody seemed kind of pretty mad about it. Yeah. And then um, in the trailer, it showed that it was a CG trailer entirely. Uh, Venom and Sky, uh, Spider-Man are confirmed. Yuri, who plays the voice of Spider-Man from the PlayStation games is actually going to play the voice of this okay. and he will be on all the versions. Um, uh, so there was, this wasn't in the trailer, but it's coming October 7th and the switch logo has been taking, uh, has, has been kind of taken off quietly. Yeah. Off of this trailer. Like what was never on the trailer. I shouldn't say, I should say it wasn't taken off. It was never on it, which is supposed to be like a switch game. So maybe this is coming later. Maybe they just canned it. I don't know. Um, it was just very weird that like, it was like, we seen gameplay of this game a year ago. Why are we getting a CG trailer for a game that's coming out that we haven't seen in a year? That's coming out in four months, and you're like it sounds like they're kind of like not getting rid of the card thing, but they're kind of retooling it a little bit. So it's like that's the thing that we kind of all want to see. Of like, you push this game back like six, seven months for that, and it's like, okay, I guess. We're, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe this is not the place for it. I don't know. It's just very weird to like. I get it. Like people, like they see Marvel characters, they get pumped, and that's probably the thing you want to get. Get them excited about this, and then show them, the, you know, show them the air shit later. I don't know. Anything for you on that one, Gables? Alarm bells sounded whenever I see any type of uh, game trailer that it's like this close to its launch and stuff, and we're just seeing nothing but like CGI or anything like that. Yeah. Because that gives me the indication that uh, they're hiding something, 
and not just something that's particularly good, but uh, potentially something that they do not want people to know until after they buy the game. So that's what the type of impression kind of gives me with that stuff. Yeah. Two red flags immediately, you know? It's like you have the CGI trailer right there four months away and stuff. Two, they had to go forth and, like you said before, delay and kind of like remodel that whole card system and stuff that they initially did. Yeah. And uh, maybe they're not so confident showing the gameplay. <laughs> like, initially, this well, is going on so far. They did They did have a preview event, um, I guess, last week. And yeah. then, like, the previews went up. Uh, immediately after the event, I haven't got a chance to look at them yet. I don't know what people are saying about them, uh, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if people are good at like I don't know if I don't think it, I think it was a hands off one, so they just got to watch it and get to play it. Right. But, um, I, I meant to look at them beforehand. I just totally spaced doing that, so I'll look at them. I'm not. This is not a game I'm super intrigued in. Like, nah. uh, I like XCOM style games. I just don't like XCOM the games because they're just I don't like how like in depth they, I just I, don't know, I like the gameplay of it. I just like all the other shit. So, I don't know. I, this is not a game I'm like super... I, I'm, I love Marvel, but... I don't know. This is not really doing it for me. Um, Cuphead uh, Delicious Last Course. Um, we got some gameplay on that one. Uh, it's coming June 30th. Um, I don't have too much that. The game's coming out in a couple weeks, so it's just... I got some more gameplay for it. I'm going to see some more bosses. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, just I love the first one. I just, I'm not good at that game. Um, oh, and uh, what's like, interesting about that, I think they actually revealed the price of that thing, and I think it's actually 8 bucks. Is that it? Really? I think so. Oh, double oh check. Because the first game was only, tw- I think the first game, the first game was only 20. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, double check that. But uh, I think I was looking up something. I think it's only like eight bucks. That thing. It was like super cheap from what I understood. Only $8. You're right. Okay. So you're getting yourself a fantastic. That's nuts. Yeah. For how much work that they put into that DLC and stuff. And uh, it looking as great as it does, especially with that last trailer, just put out for like the game fest, like, you know, the Game Fest and stuff like that, that's, I yeah. feel like that's every bit worth it, dude. <laughs> yeah, so it says here, though, you do, need to, you do need to own the original game. Yeah. So Yeah, it's not standalone. Um, so that's that's yeah. 20 bucks, but it's I'm sure you might be able to find it on sale or no doubt. something like that. But yeah, I mean, still, like, that's a fantastic game. You can buy that in the, in the DLC for 28 bucks, even if you buy the first game at full price. But uh, that's crazy for a game that's been in development for, they've been working on that for <laughs> this, deal, this DLC for five years. Yeah. That's That's nuts. Um, I heard the um Miss Chalice or something. Yes, Miss Chalice is playable. Yeah, so people have been playing that one. I guess like she's kind of like the um the easier version for people. Yeah. So maybe I'll check it out. Maybe because like I guess she gets like she has a double jump and she has like an extra hit point. Um, so I don't know. I bought it on 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 uh, uh on Xbox. So I, I might just I mean, eight bucks. Fuck yeah, I'll just buy it. I'll just play it. it. Check it I out. I think I have so. it on Steam and also on uh Switch. You. You own it on Xbox, I'm pretty sure, or maybe you do own it. No. You own it on Steam. I remember, you played it. You 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 not own it somewhere. Not on I Xbox. I do have it on Steam, and that's probably where okay. the thing ties in and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, but that game, uh, that first game is fantastic. I oh, just, oh yeah. my god, I almost broke every goddamn thing. I <laughs> uh, especially when we get to see how close you got to that final fuck of that goddamn fucking dragon. Uh, moving on. Um, Neon White got a release date. Got some more gameplay for that one. It's the uh, like fast-paced um, like uh, parkour game with cards. Uh, it's coming. It's, so it's gonna be a Switch console exclusive. But it's also coming to PC. Mm-hmm. And it got a release date June sixteenth. Yeah, uh, I know Gable's really happy for this one. It's on your franchise critic thing. No so, shit. Yeah. Uh, the 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 we do know for a fact that the re- the uh, reviews come up uh, at eleven o'clock your time, eleven a.m. 
uh, on June 15th. So, wow. Okay. Uh, which that will tie into another story later on. But, um, yeah, that's coming uh, June 16th. Um, anything you want to add before we move on that one, Gables? It looks as stylish as ever, and I'm super hyped about it. So that's about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Midnight Fight Express. Yes, into my fucking veins. They showed this game off of this reveal last year. It's made by one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they said by a single father, which I don't know if that means he's a single father or he's one person that's also a father working on this game. I can't tell. Um, anyways, uh, this revealed last year, like I said, at the Summer Game Fest kickoff show. Uh, it is like a Hotline Miami-style uh, Miami beat-em-up game. It's coming August 23rd. Finally got a release date for that game. Uh, like I said, looks amazing. Uh, and it's coming to fucking Game Pass, Gables. Yep. Yes. I am all in on this goddamn game. I was going to like, I'm buying this game. Then I saw Game Pass. I'm like, Okay, cool. Uh, you know, I don't have to buy this game. Uh, maybe I should just buy the game anyways. I, I need to support this. Uh, maybe single father. Maybe he has a wife, but he all, he's just the only person. I can't tell. Uh, anyways. Um, oh, fuck the, this part of the guy. Welcome to the hentai part of the podcast here. Uh, Honkai Star Rail is coming. Um, it's a Genshin Impact devs. Uh, it's a sci-fi-like uh, Genshin Impact game. Yeah, that is little to nothing for me, but at the same point, it's from the same makers as Genshin Impact that's been incredibly successful with gotcha. the game and stuff like that, the whole gotcha mechanics and stuff like that, and uh, them going into another foray with a different game doesn't surprise me, but uh, yeah, you know, it didn't really look too interesting in my honest opinion, but hey, maybe a lot of other people that are fans of Genshin Impact will be really digging this one. Yeah. Well, if that didn't get it for you, Gables, I got ZZZ. We got Zenless Zone Zero. It is a roguelike action game. Hey. Uh, yeah, definitely looked kind of better in that regards, though. But I I couldn't get over the fucking name of it because it's like you get the last one with the whole Genshin Impact team. And all of a sudden you get this one. I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. ZZZ was appropriate for this game because I fell asleep watching it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, oh, no, not last, but... Definitely at least One Piece Odyssey. I honestly am excited to see what this game is going to be offering full on because they're touting like an open world sort of One Piece game here for like One Piece Odyssey. It's its own separate story, separate from the initial full on main story with uh, Monkey D. Luffy and stuff like that and his pirate crew and stuff. So it's going to be like in like like I said, open world sort of like an action RPG sort of thing, you know? It looks fairly interesting, honestly. The game itself, the art style from Oda and stuff looks crisp. It looks like it's animated very well. I haven't seen too much of the action RPG gameplay of it yet, though. But I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. Because if it's something great, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to dive headfirst into it. Because I am a One Piece fan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nerd. Um, (laughs) And Soul Hackers 2 is coming on August 26th. Uh, people are saying very good things about this game yes. at the Summer Game Fest Play Day. Uh, apparently, it's like Persona bat- uh, Battles. So, um, Weaves Unite. Um, and I know this is on your uh, Fantasy Critic thing. Absolutely. So you're probably pretty excited for this one. Yeah. So, anyways, leaving the hentai section into the Shredder section. Yay. Motherfucking TMNT Shredder's Revenge coming out June 16th. Casey Jones is playable. Six player co op. I'm there. Dude. Online co op. <laughs> And most importantly, Gables, Game Pass. Game Pass Day One. Yes. Fucking right. Game Pass just saving me money. Um, 
So I cannot wait uh, to play that game. A part of me just wants to like wait to play it with you because we can play this one online. Let me tell you something. I've been so excited about this game in particular that uh, an incident happened to me at work like earlier on this week to where I was going oh, through shit. someone's donations, right? Like uh, it was after the fact, right? And I come across a $20 bill and I show it to my show it to my boss and everything. It's like, hey guys, look what I found. I found a $20 bill. It's like, hey, hey I found a $20 bill. It's like, hey, you can keep it. Like, okay. And so what you... It's what I ended up doing later on that day. I fucking went to Walmart. Did you? No, I'll show you what I did do. I went to Walmart, and I got fucking this. Oh, no. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-oh. He bought hentai. No, I did not buy fucking hentai, dude. I mean, I I want the real shit. Anyway, let's go ahead. They're not real. It's hentai, (laughs) Gables. I like real women, (laughs) goddammit. Well, hentai's not it. I know. I didn't say I like that. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> long, story, <laughs> <What's happening? laughs> long story short i ended up buying this fucking thing and for your audio listeners i bought the complete fucking series for teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> nice. i thought you were gonna say you bought the the uh, cowabunga collection that comes with the free um, pizza hut uh personal pan pizza oh, coupon. oh shit dude i can't afford that damn thing <laughs> it's only 35 dollars Oh shit, dude! I can't afford that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, say it's, no, man. If there are 15. You could have bought it. No, man. This is only like 25 bucks with this fucking like uh, the whole TV series and stuff. And I watched through the uh, full on freaking thing of like season one and like uh, season two as well. Nice. But uh, yeah, I was getting myself a little bit prepped. And because I'm a big old fan of the old cartoon from back then, because I used to grow up grow up watching that thing like in syndication, and. Uh, yeah, man, it's like twenty five bucks. I tried looking for digital options on YouTube, and there, it's literally like ten dollars a fucking season. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm not paying hundred dollars yeah. digital. How many seasons are there? Three. They're ten. Ten? Oh my god! There's okay. Ten seasons. Yeah. It's way cheaper. Gotcha. Like okay. Five yeah. episodes. There's like about five to eight episodes for like the first season. But anyway. Okay. It's gotten me so excited for Shredder's Revenge and stuff because mm. you see the intricate little cues and stuff from the TV show. The source material looks like it's quoted fairly well. The gameplay is reminiscent of the classic beat 'em up turtle games from back then. Not only the arcade game, but also Turtles in Time and this and that. And dude, it totally has an arcade sort of feel to where you have like little like six other like six character like six player like co op and stuff like you would say like an arcade or four or whatever the hell. This is, has the makings of being one of the best games this year, dude. And I'm so fucking psyched yeah. for that. Yeah. I think I believe this is a Street Fighter 4 or Street Rage 4 people. So mm. fucking yeah. Yeah. And then it's back to says online because like we both love Battletoads and Street Fighter. Street Rage. Why could you say Street Fighter? Street Rage 4 in 2020. Yes. Both of those games were on our top 10 list. Uh, but neither one, I believe, had online co-op. So this one having online co-op. Yeah. Uh, Gables, I want to definitely play that. We, uh, we got to have a game right for this we one. We got to have um, one. Yes. Yeah, um, I'll let you have April. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> moving on here. Uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium is coming out July 22nd. Hmm. I think it's fairly interesting because you have a, a slew of retro Capcom games that are present inside this one. You have a couple of Darkstalker games. You have a couple of like, Street Fighter games. You have also some various like other miscellaneous Capcom game stuff. It looks interesting, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, though, it's not as exciting as, like, say that uh, that Capcom collection that's going to be releasing later on this month. With yeah, that comes out like 
a couple of weeks, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Which I do implore anyone that's watching or listening to this. If you're a Doc Stalker fan and you want them, Capcom, to make another one, fucking buy this game that's coming out later on this month. I mean, for God's sakes, it's got the entirety of all the fucking Dark Stalkers games on this disc alongside of all the other things in between, like Red Earth, like fucking Cyberbots. And all these other like random obscure ones, gem fighters, like basically any type of niche sort of Capcom fighting game from back in the nineties or something like that is present on this damn like collection stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh for what we did see from this summer's game fest and stuff, it looks all right, but yeah, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if it's true or not. I heard I thought I heard someone say you can buy you can buy the games all cart. For five dollars a piece, yep. so yeah, it's there's only a couple... it's the same thing for volume one to where you could buy them separately if you choose. To. Oh, okay, okay, so all right, so that is the thing. Okay, cool. So that's kind of cool. Um, uh, Metal Hill Singer was announced next. This is that like Doom like first person shooter game. It's a rhythm shooter where it's like heavy metal. Uh, there's a game, there's an indie game that came out like a year or two ago called BPM Bulls, Bulls Permit. That's yes. kind of the same thing. This is just a higher, uh, more up like a higher res version of that, right. basically. Um, looks good. Uh, I just have zero rhythm. Um, and sometimes these games, these games are always kind of tough because it's like you want to play like a normal game, but it's like I don't know, like Cadence of I Rule and those kind of games, like they work. And because like like, the, like I think those games work a little better, but like I played like Soundfall uh like last month like, from the it was at the indie event, and like I really liked the game, but it's like tough when you just want to like shoot and it's like oh, I gotta wait for the fucking beat. Um, so I don't know. Like I guess if you're good enough, you can get around it, but I don't. Know. I'm just I, don't I got no rhythm. Um, so I don't know rhythm, but you get the blues. I don't know rhythm. Anyways, I don't know where that came from. That was weird. Uh, let's not do that again, Tyler. Um, call myself Daddy. Gable's buying hentai. Um, I'm singing Elvis. It's a fucking weird podcast. Anyways, Saints Row Boss Factory is uh was announced. It's a it's a thing you can download uh on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. It is a way you could a character creator, so you can actually create your character. Uh, you can actually take a picture of yourself, and it'll like make it for you in the game okay. uh, and you can do all that before the game comes out, which th- I don't know why more games don't do this. Like this is just awesome. Especially games that have like super in-depth like character creators. Mm. Like I know people that will spend hours on their character creator. Uh, so like if you can put that out like a month beforehand, let people like get their shit ready to go. That's smart. And also it's free. So people can download it and like, well, fuck, I just made this guy. Like now I'm a little more, you know, I've invested in this game. So I'm, I'm more likely to buy it. So I, I don't know. I think it's just a good idea, um, but that's kind of cool. Um, Blooper Teams, uh, Layers of Fears was, uh, announced. This is the, uh, everybody was thinking Silent Hill, like he was talking about. It's actually, uh, so uh, this is like a reimagining, like, of one and two. Right. I guess, like, one was, like, a very, like, they just weren't super happy. I remember that game came out and it was very middling. Uh, Layers of Fear 2 came out. I remember people were a little more, it was like a solid, like, seven out of ten kind of game. Um, and this is kind of like a reimagining of one and two, like, put together, uh, and it's on Unreal, Unreal Engine 5. So, um, and I do love the fact that there's the rumor about the Kojima game overdose. And I love the fact when Jeff Keelan went to go introduce the game, get a dose of this. And I love that. He'd like a real emphasis on the dose. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was looking at a dose Equis in, in a corner. I don't know, but um, I like that. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't really have interest in these games. Anything you want to add to that one, Gables? No, nothing too much for that. It looked like a stereotypical, like survival horror game. 
yeah, it looks very pretty yeah. in the original five. Yeah. I can't wait for those games to start. I can't wait for the uh, UE5 games to start coming out. Cause that's when it starts be becoming awesome. hyper-realistic or something like that freaking train station and stuff that released like a couple of weeks ago or something like that, then, oh, oh God, I'm not looking forward to that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights, was, we had a trailer for that. Um, it's crazy. They, they revealed this game two years ago with like a bunch of gameplay, and I was like fully on board. And every time I see this game, I become less on board. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I felt the way the same way. We both felt the same way last year about Deathloop. They shut the yeah. game off like 10 times over like a year and a half span. And we're like, man, I just don't want to fucking hear about this game anymore. And then I played the game and I beat the game in like three days. I'm like, that game was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it could be the case. This game come out and be awesome. I just, I don't know. Well, yeah, it could be the it case, looks- you know. But uh, with Gotham Knights... It definitely looked like it was. Uh, it's definitely getting to that point where it feels like it's being overexposed with a lot of this stuff because, like you were just stating, you know, every time that we see some bit of footage, you're definitely seeing some bit of implemented like uh, gameplay stuff. It looks like it's a step down each time. <laughs> yeah, it's just a. It's just whenever they show the game, it's just not impressive, right? But maybe like it's one of those games where you got to get your hands on, like. I don't know. I just get very like middling uh, Ubisoft map game out of that game. Um, but we'll see. Um, next up was the one more thing here. Um, it's kind of a, this is like a very long, it's like a 12 minute long thing yeah. here. Uh, so before the, like about an hour before the, I just feel bad for everybody involved in this one here. Yeah. Um, about an hour before the event, uh, PlayStation website leaked um, The Last of Us Part 1. There's actually the snitch on Twitter who has blown up. He uh, is like the, he's leaked. He leaked the date. He just put a tweet, a tweet out saying part one, September 2nd, 2022 with a uh, controller emoji and a, a laptop emoji. So I mean, in PC and, and consoles. Mm. Um, so everybody immediately was like, okay, last of us. Like, okay. And um, he's like blew up uh, about a week or two, about a week ago. Cause the day before the state of play we had just recently, he leaked the entire thing and got it. Everything a hundred percent. Um, and he's kind of blown up uh, today. He leaked. Um, he did a, a tweet. He it's very. He does the way he p- presents the tweets are very interesting. So he did a tweet today, uh, doing a quote from the the original um, Overwatch uh, uh, reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. And he, he it's a quote from that, and it says going. It says free to play at the end. So people are wondering <laughs> if that means Overwatch Two will be free to play, um, and maybe that's announced tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, but also he tweeted just yesterday uh, a picture of Hollow Knight mm. um, with a green circle, meaning Xbox, day one, meaning Game Pass. So now people are starting to think maybe it's coming to Game Pass tomorrow. So maybe this guy knows a lot more shit. And then even Jason Schreier and Tom Henderson and uh, Jeff Grubb have kind of like vouched for this guy a little bit. Not like fully on board, but like right. uh, Jason Schreier. Something we'll talk about more a little bit more later. Jason Schreier has a, a article countering some of his leaks that he had do to do with this. But anyways, uh, Neil Druckmann came out. He's a director of the uncharted games. Uh, well, uncharted four, and he's like the lead writer on one, two and three though. And the lead writer and director on last of us one and two. Um, he came out obviously pretty upset. Um, and fairly so I'd say, uh, kind of like it kind of went out of your sales. He, uh, they announced last was part one. Uh, it's coming. like, like the leak said, December 2nd, um, it'll be seventy dollars. Um, then he said that the Last of Us TV show uh, wrap filming uh, 
was that was supposed to wrap filming it actually did wrap up today right um and he said we'll see that real soon so that's that's exciting um he uh like i said he was obviously pretty pissed off uh he said uh they uh, jeff did ask about um are you still working on a game he's like yes i'm working on a game uh he's like but we'll talk about that more later possibly at the next summer game fest he's like it kind of under his breath if PlayStation doesn't leak it first. Um, so, like I said, he, he made multiple. He's like he made most multiple references like in a joking manner, but it's like obviously when you make those references jokingly, but it's like obviously like I'm joking about. I'm saying this jokingly, but I'm not, I'm actually pissed about it kind of thing. Uh, and then we got a, we got a screenshot, like a concept art for the Last of Us multiplayer game that was supposed to be the uh, factions that's supposed to come out and be a part of Last of Us Part Two. Uh, and then got delayed, mm-hmm. and we just never heard about it. And Jay Schreier and Jeff Grove have been kind of reporting about this for a while now. That apparently it became a much bigger thing, and now it's its own standalone thing, which he did confirm. That the concept art looked like it was the Golden Gate Bridge was in the background, so it's obviously San Francisco. Yep. Apparently there will be a story mode to it, but we have no idea what this game is. Is like, is this just like a five v five type game? Is this a division type game? Or like, what is this game? Is it a Destiny game? Who fucking knows? Uh, but he said we'll hear about it more next year. Um, but he said this. This uh, potentially could be their biggest game yet, um, but like I said, it, it was kind of like the wind just took the wind out of sails. I don't think this game would like this if this was a the, this didn't leak. I don't think this would have made a substantial difference to our overall feels on it because right. this isn't this is not the one more thing of a of a show. No, it's not. Um, like Elden Ring is a great one more thing all across. Even if, like even for me that was not interesting that game. A great one more thing, um, but yeah, a a remake of a nine year old game is not that uh even as like last of us um yeah i know it's they've had a remaster it's a it's, been a rem- it's the third time they it's released a it second in nine. one in the span yeah, of 10 years dude after it's nine released. years yes well, yeah, yeah so yeah. i yeah i this is this this is like you know the, the best directs conferences or whatever when you you start with a banger in the middle you have a big banger and then you end with a banger and this was this would have been a solid opening but this was not like the one more thing um yeah, like even said, so, like even this leak, this is not a big, I don't think it's a big deal. But like, I feel bad for Neil Druckmann and the people at Night Dog because Blast was Part Two was leaked last year, and I I feel like honestly maybe the one of the most damaging leaks to a game ever, where the whole story leaked and a lot of people just read what the story was with no concept that they couldn't play the game. Like I'm so happy that game was not spoiled for me because I don't know, maybe I would have came a little more down on it. But like so many people, I went in that game with a negative mindset, just reading reading what happened instead of playing it the game. It was everywhere. You could not yeah. avoid that. It was the most yeah. damaging thing that that game could have actually happened. Because if I hadn't have read that and I would have played the game, you know, maybe it could have had a different perspective of it than what I do currently. But at the same point, yes, these leaks have definitely been damning in terms of what uh, Nolly Dog has been trying to set off and try to introduce and stuff. But because of that, you know, from Last of Us Part Two, and then for the subsequent leak of this from, like, with PlayStation, I mean, we've heard rumors about this game being remastered, yeah. the first one, for PS5. I mean, that hasn't been really too much of a secret in that regards. But this was, like, the no. first confirmation that this was a thing that was going to be slated for this yeah. year. Even though, yeah, it is the second remake in a number of years. Of well, it's the... A, it's the first remake, but we had a remaster. Yeah, we had so. a remaster. This yeah. is a remake. I, mean, I know it's right. Yeah, but yeah, like like you're saying, like the worst part is like, yeah, we knew about this game was coming. 
Um, but the worst part is just like we had the trailer, we had we had yeah. everything, we had the logo, we had all the the pre order bonuses. We knew everything about this game, and it wasn't uh, Jason Schreier leaking it. It was PlayStation themselves fucking it up again. I'll be perfectly honest um, with you, man. This this whole entire thing from Naughty Dog, even though it wasn't intended to be as much, it was kind of like a wet fart at the end of a conference because even though yeah. they presented something that looked visually stunning, even though that this is a remaster of a fantastic game. Yeah. There were a bunch of things that were out of their hands that they could not control that ended up becoming a lot worse than it could have been. And on top of that, the the rumblings that this is a $70 full price game that's going to be coming yeah. up September 2nd does not sit well with a lot of gamers, kind of including myself. But at the same time, I have not looked at the full extent of what they've gone through and remastered of it. All I'm seeing is the original game, no type of multiplayer that it was present inside the original. Yeah, there's game. no multiplayer. Yeah, exactly so. the point. Plus the screenshot yeah. of what they're going to be potentially working on and showing off next year. I mean, that doesn't do very much for me, but yeah, I, I think a lot of that was like, they added the like kind of spruce up like this whole thing just felt like on, like they brought in uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. They talked about, Hey, you're going to be a part of the show. It was very awkward. And they just kind of like rambled. It, it definitely felt I, that way. Yes. I feel like they just kind of like they were winging it. Like, yeah, I feel like maybe like it was supposed to be just like, hey, like Neil Druckmann, hey, Neil Druckmann's here, and then like he like, hey, here's we're remaking Last of Us. Here it is. Boom, we're done. And it felt like maybe like and maybe we're wrong, but like, uh, it felt like the, our our one more thing was fucked. Um, we gotta like try to add something to it, and this is just like almost like here's a screenshot of the tv show here's a screenshot of our not even a screenshot concept art of the of our of our multiplayer game um we can confirm what's going on with it and that's about it as like kind of like a make good kind of like like hey sorry we fucked up like jeb keely put a shrug emoji out, out on twitter as soon as it blew up you were the one that told me about it yeah uh about the leak in the first place i literally had to pull over and like what happened here uh <laughs> but uh so yeah um yeah like you said like Last was part one is in my top ten, maybe my top five favorite games of all time. Right. Uh, it, it, you know, Last was part two is at worst my second favorite game of all time. Um, so like, I you know I bought you know Last was part one uh, with the day one when I wasn't even that high on the game going into it. I was like, oh, it's another fucking zombie game, whatever. Uh, you know, and like uh, I lo- loved it. Was my game of the year. It was was my game of the generation. Yep. Um, and you know, I bought last was, uh, the remaster for PS4 the very next year at full ball. I think it was 50 bucks instead of 60 bucks. Yep. Um, I bought that the very next year, beat it again. Love that game. I beat that game again, right before going into part two, uh, in 2020. Like, I love that game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and like, I, I talked about last week when, the, when, um, our, we had the summer game fest prediction show we did. And I talked about that. I'm like, you know, I bitched about it when the rumors came out last year. I'm like, why the fuck are we wasting Naughty Dog's talent on this? I get, I know why. I get why they're doing it. It's, it's smart business. It's going to sell millions right off the bat. Then the then the TV show's going to come out next year. It's going to sell even more millions. Uh, they're going to triple dip on this remake, and then they're going to quadruple dip when the show comes out on Last of Us Part One. And I get it. It's probably the smartest business move they can make. Um, but yeah, when I saw the I, the trailer, it's like it's okay. It's all the cutscenes, 
Like they said, it's from the, the ground up. Um, the rumors were they were taking the Last of Us Part Two gameplay, which is actually fantastic, uh, and putting this into the game. Uh, which, okay, okay, like I'm cool with that I just would have liked to have seen it. Yes, because uh, all the trailer shown was cutscenes. So and not um, actual gameplay itself, just the cutscenes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like it was just kind of weird. Like all right, that'll do it. Like thank you guys so much for watching. I'm like that was it. Like that was that's the show. Okay, like it's just kind of like a weird, like all right, see you guys. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, like I said, I feel bad for everybody involved in that situation. It just seemed like, but even if that was the one more thing, I, I it wouldn't have like no. it wouldn't have it maybe would have made like a six point five. Like, hey, this is a cool moment here, but like, uh, yeah, this was not like a I don't know. And I, like I said, I'm not blaming Jeff Keighley for this one. He can only get what he he can only show what he gets. Yeah, exactly. I, I, just, I just feel like maybe the like the game industry, you know, as a whole, like I was talking about the top of the show, where it's like. Maybe they just don't have the goods this year and they don't want to show like, and the problem is right now we've been talking, I've been talking about this for a couple of years now. We're like, we pretty much know a lot of the big games that are coming basically the whole fucking generation. Cause so much of the shit was shown off so early, especially Xbox, um, which I'm not really trying to knock so much, but like, uh, you know, they're, I understand why they're doing it. They're using it as a recruitment tool for, to get more people. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I want. I think one of maybe a part of that. People are just so like, well, we don't want to keep showing games that are not even in development yet, or we're like literally just talking about right now. Like, we, what's like, you know, like we got so many of these games. Like we've done. Xbox has been showing off CG, CGI trailers for years, and now they're aware of it. They're trying not to show CGI trailers anymore. And it's like, okay, I was like, what the fuck are they going to show at this at this thing tomorrow? Because you have all these games announced, you have nothing coming this year. Uh, you know, like what are you going to show? Um, and I'm sure it'll be good. I'm not like trying to downgrade it, but yeah, like I'm sorry, I'm rambling here, but like, I just think maybe this is like, I don't want, you know, I was thinking about like, I was looking at 2023 and I'm like, well, I was wanting to do like, maybe do a podcast and like a, a, a week when there's a lot to talk about, we could talk about like 2023, but it's like, fuck man, we're going to like, are we just going to do the same thing we did last year? We're like, man, 2023 is going to be the best year ever. And then we get to May, 2023 and all the big games that we thought would make it like we had a ton of great games in the first half. And then all the big games we thought that would make it an even better year all get pushed to 2024. Like, mm. is that what we're looking at here? Maybe So maybe, like, we just don't have the goods this year. Maybe, it's, you know, it's like everybody's just kind of like, well, we've shown a lot of the games that are a while away or, like, we've shown we don't we don't want to show these games that are two years away. I don't know. Um, but I just, I, like I said, like, when we talked about this, Gables, we said a lot of good things. There's a lot of games here that we liked. Yes. Uh but they're yeah we do, like the problem is they're not the big AAA games they're not like the huge like oh, no. holy shit moments and this thing but like fuck man I I think the when you when like I can't remember who it was uh but oh, God what's his name he did the I think it was Geo from uh PlayStation uh he talked about it around the time they did remember they used to do those PlayStation events in December yes yes uh um and like he, he always like on Vita he was like the biggest Vita backer in PlayStation there uh, but I remember he did like an interview once. He said the best direct conference showcase, whatever you want to call it, is like, hey, we know we're gonna like we're gonna throw a bunch of games at you. Not all of them are gonna be for you, but like if you can come away from that with three, four games out of it, we feel like everybody comes away with that. I think that's a pretty successful right. conference or whatever you want to call it. And I'm looking at Gables. Uh, I got one. I got Clusive Protocol. That's one. Uh, Witchfire. That's two. Routine. That's three. Force. Uh, Fort Solace. That's four. Uh, replaced. Well, I guess I wasn't shown there. American Arcadia. That's five. Um, Cuphead DLC. That's six. Uh, 
Shredder's Revenge. That's seven. Um, and Last of Us Part One. That's eight. Like, there's eight games out of there um, that are like I'm definitely at the very least I am excited to see more. Right. Like, so that's I would say a successful conference. But yeah, like like I said, though, like a lot of talking, a lot of it just the pace was off. Um, I wish he just made it a little faster. Is all. But yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, anything you want out of that one, Gables? No, I think that was perfectly fine. Mm. Sorry, I thought I have a chance to get through my beer. <laughs> I tried real fast. All right, Gables. Well, we we only spent a little over an hour on that one, so we got to rapid fire through the rest of these here. So, got it. Gables. Yes. Uh, stick with PlayStation for a moment. Uh, God of War apparently is playing for uh, November of this year. So, uh, this is from Jason Schreier. So, the snitch also when he when he talked about. Um, when he leaked the last of his date, uh, he also leaked that God of War Ragnarok was pushed to 2023. Just try to said that he talked to somebody and they said, as far as I know, it's still this year. He, then he, a couple, uh, then on Friday, he put a, uh, on Bloomberg, he put a article out talking about it. And as of right now, it is still scheduled for November. Now it was originally supposed to be September. Right. And that was my original, my original guess was September 2nd. Uh, if you, if you, yes. Back, and there was evidence of support that it may have been, aimed for a September release because there was merchandise yeah. that was scheduled to be released during that yeah. time period. Yes. Yeah. And my original thing was like, that's the Friday before Labor Day and they've shown in the past, that they put games out in that time period. That's usually the latest. They put big first party games is usually that Friday of like Labor Day weekend, which I'm like, that's fucking perfect time to put a, uh, put God of War out for me. Uh, but, um, so apparently that was, maybe this is like, that's filling the date. Maybe those games flopped. I don't know. Or flopped around. I don't know. But uh, he did say though, as like, he said that um, there is a, they plan on revealing it at the end of the month. Tom Henderson uh, did put out uh, a tweet saying that he's also heard heard the same thing, that basically that the, it sounds like there's a state of play that's ready uh, and ready to go for this thing. That's kind of something I've talked about. Like for a long time now, there's going to do a big state of play and reveal everything. But then like I started buying into the hype that, excuse me here, that it'd be at the summer game fest, which obviously didn't happen. Um, but um, it sounds like that we'll, we'll, we should get a confirmation the last week of June. Mm. Uh, okay. We should get, it might not be a full blown state of play, but at least we will get, we should probably get a date here in the next couple weeks. So that's the same. Just give me a goddamn date. I mean, if it gets delayed, it gets delayed. I'm not gonna be mad about, it, but it will be pretty, it'll be a, it'll be a bummer. Like I'll be bummed. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Like I'm not mad, but I'm, I'm, I'm bummed about it, you know, but like, you know, take your time on it. Obviously if it doesn't happen this year, it doesn't happen this year, but God damn it. I just want it so fucking bad. Just give it to me, please. Um, I'm Becca the, please give it to me. Uh, and if I can wait till November, Hey, that sucks. But, um, you know, Hey, I'll kick, I'll boots Pokemon Scarlet to the side. I'll chonk. You can wait a minute. I'll come back to you. I'm playing goddamn God of War. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Give us anything you want on that one. Oh no, no, I'm perfectly fine in that regards. We will see towards the end of this month. All right, um, moving on here, Gables to motherfucking. There might be a Nintendo Direct on June fifteenth. Um, so we've heard some. Like Jeff Grubb has kind of talked about the last month or so that he's like, I don't. He's like, I can't say this with like a lot of like confirmation. But he's heard some rumblings that they might not do directs, but they might just do a bunch of stuff throughout the month of June instead. Like kind of like what we had like Xenoblade and Splatoon. Uh, I think last month or in April, where we didn't get directs, but they just drop trailers with dates and we might get that instead where there might just be like smaller things here and there for this and maybe that's what we get um with some more like twitter stuff like we've seen with like xenoblade and um splatoon they've been doing like more tweets 
about the games, giving out more information. Uh, but uh, there was an email that was sent out uh, to some people that there was the game that's under review, uh, that's in review process, um, was under NDA, but the, the, the email itself was not NDA'd, uh, saying that they can't, it will be announced, this game will be announced with a really, or will, they'll have the release date, um, and you can't talk about the game until June 15 at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and that game turned out to be, it was, it was supposed to be announced at Nintendo Direct, is what they said in the email. Uh, and like someone took it, showed a screenshot of the email, but like blacked out all the, all the like what the game was and who right. the email was from. And then people just turned the contrast up real high, and then come to find out it was neon light or neon wow. white rather. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, apparently there were the people. I guess journalists and some devs like that, no one's perfectly confirmed it, but like, like hey, yeah, this is true. I'm under NDA for this, but people have talked to people that are under NDAs, and they have confirmed that. This kind of lines up that uh, so people are under NDAs for this game, uh, so yeah, so that's apparently that's going to be at this thing, and this is this has strictly been shown at Nintendo Directs, yes, uh, or Directs or Indie World events, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but this kind of, but the fact that it was at Summer Game Fest, we got a release date for that. Maybe that kind of that kind of puts a damper. Like I was like fully on board. Hey, like. Maybe this is gonna. Maybe, okay, cool. We're getting a direct next week, and then, then it was the release date was revealed at the Summer Game Fest. So maybe it was just a misinformation there about you know some someone the person that sent the email kind of misunderstood or didn't under, fully understand it. Like, hey, no, it's actually gonna be at the Summer Game Fest and not a direct. So I don't know. What about you, Gibbles? What, what do you feel? Are you thinking there's a direct next week? I don't. I think that we don't really need to think hard too much about it. So I do feel like that there is gonna be a Nintendo Direct next week. And even so, the person that went through and leaked this was incredibly stupid because, for one, they did that to try to go forth initially to get that whole aspect. Oh, hey, try to prove, hey, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct next week by showcasing that they are under an NDA. Well, no, they're not under an NDA. The email. So the people are under an NDA for the game review. Okay. But the email that was sent out about the game. Right. So the person asked, don't say anything. I guess there's a bunch of people, but they weren't under an NDA about it. So they definitely burnt a bridge, but they didn't break any rules. That's true. So uh, if, if there is no direct next week, it definitely backfired on them. But if there is, you got a big scoop, I guess. But you still, you burnt a bridge. Absolutely. Because so, now yeah. Annapurna is not going to communicate with that dude any longer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and hopefully that person that sent the email doesn't get in trouble because I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think so, you know, people were like on Friday afternoon, we're like, you know, flipping out, Hey, where's the Nintendo direct at? And I'm like, and people got to remember like, you know, J- Nintendo is in Japan. Yep. So Friday here is a Saturday there. So yep. the earliest we're going to get like an, a, an email or a confirmation about a direct, maybe a Sunday afternoon, which I don't think they would do. It'd be Monday. Uh, It'd be Monday or like if the, the latest in a week they would announce a direct would be on a Thursday because that's Friday right. in Japan. Right. Um, so I figured like my feeling was going like, like, well, we don't hear anything Thursday afternoon. It's not happening. They're not going to announce it for then they won't announce it this week. They've done it a week uh, in yeah, advance. So They've done it like a, like a date in advance yeah. in a few days. Like, like you know, last yeah. year they announced it on June 2nd that they were having it or June 2nd or 3rd. And it was like on the 12th, I think, or the 13th. I can't remember the exact date, but it was basically like 10 days in advance. Right, uh, but they we've had this where like a lot of times they do it 
two days in advance or the day before. Or we've had them more recently now. They've just dropped them without telling anybody. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked. Maybe they just, maybe it's a, maybe it's a mini direct. Maybe it's a partner showcase. Uh, maybe it just isn't one. Because uh, I was thinking like, man, they got a lot of games they can announce here. Like, or like not announced, but there's a lot of games that without dates. And I kind of went back and looked at it. I'm like, well, no, maybe there's really not now. There's like, okay, there was Bayonetta. Or no, I'm sorry. There was Xenoblade. There was Splatoon. But those got dates now. They just dropped trailers for those ones. Yeah, nothing the really dropped the trailer. in October too much. I mean, you have the Pokemon yeah. stuff in November. But yeah, uh, no, there's still like some... Nothing in August. There are definitely some loose ends they would have to go for and tie in. Going through a lot of the Nintendo rumors and stuff like that, especially if you want to try to hold with a grain of salt the one user by the name of Samus Hunter and stuff like that that goes into that go that went into like some form of detail over the past like week and a half and stuff about uh, Nintendo finishing up the last of their subsequential like uh, last minute advertising or releasing of stuff you know like say with Mario Strikers Battle League and like. That Fire Emblem three, like that Fire Emblem Warriors, like demo that Three Houses yeah, style. Yeah, it's coming out in two weeks, I think the twenty fourth. But yeah, so. basically the word of mouth was like they Nintendo going through and just settling what they have initially on their backlog and stuff like that, so they can focus all in on going through with the current direct. That's the current rumor that I've been hearing to little bits about, but. Uh, I like I said before to try to reiterate. I do feel like there is going to be a Nintendo Direct next week, in some form. If it's going to be like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, mm-hmm. that's just basically from what I have initially have thought about in regards to how Nintendo has been handling it for like the past, you know, some odd years and stuff, with the exception of 2020. But I could also see them doing like a mini Direct, say for Splatoon 3 and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Considering those are highly going to be coming up, especially Xenoblade Three next month. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just yeah, that, that's kind of my point. Is like they don't really have that many games left. Like the only games that have twenty twenty two release dates that we don't have dates for are Bayonetta Three, um, Advance Wars, which mm-hmm. was it's done. It's just when are they going to put it out? I'm thinking maybe December for that. It was originally supposed to come out last December, so maybe they just stick it in December. Uh, Oxenfree 2, which I know is not a first-party game, but that is a game they have heavily shown before. Um, the potential and, rumors, uh, potentially for possibly Zelda, possibly something Metroid-related, maybe. Yeah, there's the Metroid Prime remaster that's in the works. They're sitting that, on completed 20... games. I mean, that's something yeah, Prime... we don't know about, but which ones? Yeah, yeah Metroid Prime, the 20th anniversary is this November. Uh yeah, there's the there's the Zelda remasters of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, maybe. Um, you know, Mario plus Rabbids, but Ubisoft has been the ones that they've announced the game. They announced the first one at their their showcase. Yes. Uh, they announced the second game at their at their event, and we know there's not a forward a Ubisoft forward this June, but they might still have one this summer, and then maybe that they maybe they want to show it. They want to give the release date, so yeah. Um, there really isn't that much stuff they personally need to announce, so maybe we just do get trailer trailer drops instead of uh, a direct. I would obviously that's we possible. want one. Yeah. Um. So like I'm not like I could, that's why I think like a mini or like we've found out in the past like they've had like like 2020 we had like a partner showcase we had a ton of partner showcases, um that was just like nothing like, nothing happening 10 12 minutes. right things where there's just ports of other games coming to Switch finally, 
Um, and we, we hear about that all the time, like these state of plays and these uh, partner showcases that we have from Nintendo where um, they show these and it's like, why was this a thing? And it's like, oh, because they have um, part, uh, you know, partner deals with these people. We're like, hey, well, we're going to show these games at a, at a direct or state of play before your game comes out. And it's like, okay, well, legally they have to put, put them in a direct. Well, we don't have anything to show. We'll just make a fucking third party one then. And we show it. And I think that's probably, that could be the case as well. Um, so I'm trying to just not to get like super hyped up. Like I want to believe there's going to be one, uh, you know, like, you know, I feel it's like X-Files here. I want to believe. Um, but yeah, I, I hope so. Cause I, if I, even if it's just like a, a like a mini one, like a 15, 20 minute one, and it's, you know, it's like, we got some, I want to see more of Bayonetta. I want to like Mario plus Rabbids is like the one game that, you know, other than God of War that doesn't have a release date that's supposed to come this year. Right. That we'll know about. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of hope it's maybe I'm just hoping more than I think it's actually going to happen, but I don't know. I, I, I believe I want to believe at least. Uh, but Gables, uh, I'm going to go real fast here because we are going along. Okay. Um, I have not played too much this week. Uh, I started playing Hellblade uh, on Game Pass. Yes. Um, again, I love that game. Uh, I played the game. like It was one of my top five games of 2017. I'm replaying it. It's on Game Pass. Uh, the game is still fantastic. I played like an hour and a half of that. I'm going to play through that again. But I'm playing it now. Like last time I played it, I played on like $10 headphones. I'm actually using my uh, like really good headset. Uh, and holy shit, that game is awesome with the uh, 3D audio, mm. Dolby Atmos, whatever you want to call it. Uh, fantastic. Uh, recommend that game because like, you have to take close to the voices talking to you and like you can actually hear them like all around you. It's awesome. Uh, another game though I did play, it's also on Game Pass. came out just a couple months ago. I've been wanting to play it for a little while now. Uh, I just haven't got around to it. Um, it's a game called Memoir Blue. It's like a 45-50 minute game. Uh, this is actually, it's a it's an Annapurna game, so uh, I knew it right away. It's kind of like Devolver Digital, like those games. Like they're different style. They make different style of games, but when those games come out, they're almost always quality games. They're maybe not like 10 out of 10s, but they're always worst case scenario to 7 out of 10. Um, so this is a, like I said, 45 minute, 50, 45, 50 minute game. Uh, it is a uh, interactive storytelling game uh, where you play as, a, there's no voice acting or anything like that. Um, it's all told through just, you know, animation and action. Uh, I love the art style of it. It's kind of like a, um, they got like a, um, cartoony style, but then like the, uh, the, like it should, it's like, but it's about a woman that like, she's like, it looks like she's like an Olympic medalist, uh, right. swimmer. And like, it's her, like you through flashbacks, you see her and like within the flashback, it's more like oil painting style where it's like her, like, and it's all sh- trying to like, almost like a Fantasia type thing. Uh, when there's music and stuff like that, where, um, people remember that movie. Um, but, it's like trying, they're like telling a story of like this woman, like as a girl, like she, you know, like her, she, like her mom was like, they're in like a, looked like an abusive relationship and they ran away and they grew up and they're really close. And then over time, um, they just kind of grew apart and like mom came so focused on other things and like she ran away and like, it's kind of like, she's like, she got really dove into like, um, her, her like swimming and she got, became like a gold medalist. And it just, she's just never happy. And it's all about this whole thing of like, um, I don't want to spoil it. Like it's, it's hard not to spoil it. Cause it's a story game. It's a story based game. Um, it's like, in like the gameplay is very minimal. We're just kind of like a lot of times just moving things around. Right. Um, like sometimes you're just moving leaves out of the way or you're moving a boat to one section to the other, or you're just like, you're just like painting over something. Um, but it's, it's all, I guess it's based off a poem. Uh, but it's all, it's all about this woman. Like, 
you know, as an adult looking back and trying to go back, basically not trying to go back, but like looking back upon time with like, and dealing with the grief and the anger of like this, the terrible relationship she's had with her mother as a child, all the way to being a full grown adult and trying to get past that and acceptance and find a way to love her mom. And I have no idea, like doesn't really explain like if like the mom has died or if like they, like what happened. I don't like said, Oh, I'm trying to spoil anything, but uh, I thought this game emotionally was fantastic. I love the way the game was told. The music was really good. Uh, and by the end I was in fucking tears. So uh, I thought this game connected me really good. It's not like, like it's not like this is not like a uh, one of the greatest storytelling games of all time or anything like that. But I thought it was like a really fun game. It's a really it's, it's a super easy thousand achievement points. If you want that too? If that does anything <laughs> for you, like I said, it's like 45, 50 minutes. But uh, I really like this game. Um, I think it's very well done, and I want I, I need to go figure out the, the the soundtrack to this game because I love the music in that game. But that's. That's the only thing I really played this week, Gables. What about you? Okay, so I've played a little bit of odds and ends and stuff like that. I did decide to play a little bit more of, like, the after game of, like, uh, Kirby and stuff like that. I went through the entirety of, like, World 2, then that alternative sort of, like, uh, world and stuff that's been sucked up and stuff by that last main boss and stuff. And I have been really loving in, in regards to how they've been remixing a lot of the stages so far. Like, originally, you go through the the seven different stages and stuff and you do whatever and those seven different worlds I mean and then their corresponding stages and all of a sudden you get the remastered like the remixed stages and stuff inside the separate alternative world after game and stuff. Well too was pretty cool. I got most of the got most of those little uh collectible bits of uh that one dude's soul or something like that inside of one go and stuff. I think I only have maybe one or two that I'd missed that I had to retrack and go back. But the difficulty spikes up, spiked up a little bit more in that regards. It actually is pretty cool to where it feels like that they didn't just cheap out in regards to difficulty-esque type of stuff, especially towards the end portion of that thing when you hit the face off against like uh, like the main particular boss on that one, which was like that Tropical Woods one. Oh my god, dude. It's like you think that one thing before was a little bit difficult, you know, with the branches and stuff, the roots and stuff and the little fence that pops up. No, this dude, this dude has alternating sort of like breaths that he goes for and exhales and stuff like that. And it's in a different freaking pattern and it's a little bit more scattered and stuff. And it's, it's freaking like a hard mode with this stuff. And I am loving every bit of that. You know, it really feels intense. It really feels like you're having to work to try to beat the boss and everything. So I've done that, but yet I did go through and uh, play a little bit more of a couple of different pickup games upon the Switch's online service. So I went through the Super Nintendo app. I looked through. I categorized a lot of the games in there. I was like, okay, okay, which one of these ones do I want to try out that I haven't played before? And there were a couple of ones that uh, I decided to go through and do. I played a little bit more of that Natsume Championship Wrestling game that's on Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I went through that initial thing again and stuff. The gameplay is pretty fun. It's like a mixture of Fire Pro Wrestling and stuff like that to where... When you do an initial contact with your opponent, you can actually hold the directional pad in a certain direction plus a corresponding button press and stuff, and it'll do a specific moves. And so here I am is like playing as a character called a Phantom, and I'm delivering like a powerbomb symphony upon basically all these fucking opponents here and there and stuff. I'm like, and I'm literally doing that. I'm literally doing it to where they have maybe a chunk of life left, and I'm like, okay, except for a powerbomb symphony. It's like one, mm -hmm. two. 
three. I think I literally did like about one time. It was actually t- 10 to 12 power bombs or something and tried to pin somebody and they end up kicking out. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, playing a little bit of that. I played a couple of games that were import games. So one of them was Super Puyo Puyo 2, which is the precursor to the game that released on Switch a couple of years back, plus its yeah. sequel has released that I haven't still tried. It's Still yeah. can't say the name. Still can't. I can't. My mouth won't let me do it. So basically, I went through that Super Famicom game, and yeah, the thing can be tough as shit, and it can be unfair in specific points, because that AI will literally try to pile on a whole bunch of different, like, jelly pieces, you know? Like, they, they're basically little these little puzzle pieces, right? But they're... They are structured after like different colors of jelly or something like that so you have green red blue yellow purple and you're trying to match them and try to build up enough junk on uh, that you send over to your opponent's side opponent's board and stuff and the most junk if you fill up the entire board on their side and stuff you'll win but if they do the same thing to you you lose and stuff like that so that was like about 27 28 stages and it was basically sort of like a climbing tower aspect. You know how, like, with Mortal Kombat 2, how that does that whole climbing from the bottom all the way to the top so you can face off against, I think it's either Shao Kahn or whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, it's kind of a similar aspect to this one, but what's hilarious about this one, it's like the the last opponent that you face is Satan. <laughs> it's it's literally like, it's a tongue-in-cheek, sort of like a whimsical sort of comical little game in and of itself. So you'll face off against... You'll face against angels. You'll face off against various little yokai stuff. You'll face off against a fish that has human arms and legs, and it's kind of a nightmare fuel esque type of shit. But uh, I played through that, and I also played through another puzzle game by the name of Magical Drop Two. It's also a, a Super Nintendo game. That one was in English, but it was kind of different. It was more like a bust a move style of uh, game to where you know where you have Bub and Bob and stuff, like launching these little orbs and stuff, and you try to get going through different uh, puzzle stuff, like puzzle lines, you know, depleted and stuff, and then you go on to the next one and stuff. It's sort of similar to that. But, yeah, I went through that one. I also beat through its camp, also its single-player mode as well, using the various save states. They're, like, both of those games I'd never played before, before the beginning of this week, but I end up going through those. As I stated before, I recategorized a lot of stuff with the Super Nintendo stuff because I was just looking for something that was just easy to play through before I can go to sleep. Because <laughs> uh, work definitely was a lot this week in regards to doing specific tasks and stuff. And when I came home, I was like, I don't really feel like I want to play in depth with anything. Not Destiny 2, not like any other type of games that I'm remotely interested i just want to lay on my bed and want to play my switch and that's exactly what i ended up doing so that was it pretty much for this week well very cool gables um well uh thank you guys so much for watching if you're watching this as it comes out um thank you for that that's fast absolutely um if you're listening to this or if you're watching later or listening later or whatever uh please uh go back check out please on the links down below Click on the YouTube link if you're listening to us um, or even if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe, like, all that fun jazz. Um, and uh, keep an eye out on this YouTube channel because we're going to be pumping out a lot of content over the next uh, few days here. We're going to be reacting to the uh, Microsoft or Xbox Bethesda showcase tomorrow. Um, 
we'll be doing a, a separate podcast with our thoughts on that. That'll come up. So we'll have um, two things out for on YouTube. Although there will be a podcast version at least for audio listeners. On Monday, we'll be doing a react to the Capcom event. Hopefully, that's better than last year's. And we'll be doing a podcast of that as well. Um, and if there's a direct, if we're able to, we will do a react. I'm off next week, so I should be able to. Um, if Gables is uh, ready, willing, and Gable, um, he will join me for that. But who know, obviously, who knows, especially with we don't have, we don't know if it's happening. And then possibly I might do the Final Fantasy VII one. Uh, only strictly because I'm hoping there's a Final Fantasy II remake th- two thing. Uh, but yeah, um, that's what's going on with us. Like I said, look in the show notes. You'll have links to everything that we're at. Uh, but you know, if you're an audio listener, please click on the YouTube link, subscribe, ring the bell, all the fun jazz, all the things the other people tell you to do. Uh, because we are going to be we're really focusing a lot more now on the YouTube channel. And uh, we really appreciate if you come and join us. So thank you guys so much for listening. I was host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, remember FTR is better than the Young Bucks. <laughs> Goddamn right. And uh, hey, Gables. Yes. Enjoy your gaming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.